0: Hello, friends. It's Kirk Henderson and Josh Bow coming to you about ten thirty on Saturday night, January twenty eighth. I said in the last show I wasn't going to be here, but due to a <laughs> comedy of errors that only a sibling can provide, my brother, who had told me to tra- who to, who had told me to travel to Kansas City next weekend to see my parents, really meant two weekends from when he said. Found that out halfway through Oklahoma turned around and came back, and now I'm here, and I got to watch the Mavericks lose a kind of scripted game, in a sense, to where, um, you know, tuning into the game, the Mavericks, uh, the Jazz were so good on offense, at least, you know, season-wide, that it didn't really feel like the Mavericks' 25th or 26th-ranked defense had much of a chance, and despite some juice from a couple of interesting guys, uh, Dallas didn't have it.
1: And here we are. Yeah, um this game it's kind of funny. This they Mavericks basically played the exact same game they played against the Suns on Thursday. Mm. Uh I mean they scored 99 points and again against the Suns, 100 against the Jazz. You know, Dinwiddie had 36 against the Suns, he had 35 against the Jazz. Role players scored similarly Um, what they had one, two, three. Four other players in double dig- double figures against the Suns. They had one, two, three, four other players in double figures against the Jazz. Um, so it was really the same. I mean, it was the exact same game. It's just the Jazz are an astronomically better offensive team than the Phoenix Suns are. Yeah, right the, now. the rim so,
0: attack stuff is was just evident all night. And like not to or just Walker guys that can Kessler, do things. Walker Kessler is such a more effective center for how centers play most of the time compared to DeAndre Ayton and Ayton's not bad or anything it's just he he commands a significant portion of the salary and it and at a certain point you kind of got to feed him and if he's not I I, I don't know that it's it's just such a different style of basketball they honestly what the Jazz do what their coaches got them doing is really really impressive because Yes, they, they beat the Mavericks, and, and yes, they're, they're you know, what are they? They're right at 500 right now after that game. And it's just for a team that that sent away their two superstars, what they've done this year is so impressive.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, they've got – I mean, they basically still kept a lot of their role players from those good jazz teams they got rid of. I mean, it's pretty clear that Gobert is just a bad vibes monster. Yeah. When you look at how Minnesota has struggled this year. And then, you know, Laurie Marketing turned into an all-star, which which is pretty, pretty cool for them. Um, yeah, they they play hard. Um they, this was but yeah, again, it's hard to take things away from this game because it just followed the script. This, you know, the Mavericks were limited without Luka. Spencer did what he could, some guys chipped in, but the Jazz are, you know. All right. The Jazz are just different on offense it's not the way that the mavericks are playing right now they cannot really play well against teams that are going well on offense because Uh their defense is so so much of a mess right now spencer Uh, played really
0: really really well again three turnover game in 42 minutes the kind one of the things that's been a little bit understated or at least undercovered is this the volume of minutes that Spencer Dinwiddie is playing this year? I mean, I want I want to go look at his averages just to see where we're at. He is up to thirty four minutes a game this season. His career average is twenty seven. That's yeah. a significant jump, particularly with the fact that he hasn't he's missed like two games, I think, or yeah, two games all season. And so, you know, I'm not. A, a, a dinwiddie super fan by any stretch of the imagination he's actually had <laughs> oh some no really he, he's had some rough stretches but yeah, what he did tonight where it's just like the, if he doesn't
1: go ham again the mavericks are, are get blown
0: out right
1: um and i mean this was a blow in the first half uh, and he just had a really really dominant third quarter he made a crazy three-pointer it was one of those plays where i was like what the hell are you doing where he just kind of invited the trap all the way. Um, to the sideline near the the coach's box, yeah, and there was like one second left on the shot clock. I'm like, why are you like why are you dribbling away inviting a trap while the shot clock's running down? Now you're forty feet from the basket uh and of course he he's nothing but net made a three, and that was kind of the shot that got them out of the back like they they were clearly energized after that, and they kind of tried to turn it into a game after that. Uh, they never I think they got the closest they got it to was six. So it was never a one-shot game, unfortunately. But, I mean, it was looking like they were going to lose by 25 with the way the first half was going. So the defense perked up a little bit as they made shots in the second half. Um, I mean, and the Jazz have the 27th worst worst defense this season, and I feel like you really saw it in the second half. Like, they couldn't stop Spencer, and so they doubled Spencer. I mean, it really followed like a Luka game. Um, Yeah. And they they doubled him, and I mean – the, the three-point looks the Mavericks were getting in the second half were like shoot-around practice looks. Like they were – the Jazz were doubling Spencer, and they were – they had no rotations on the back end. I mean, Reggie got tons of looks, and he cashed in. Um, Dorian made a couple of uh, – made all three of his threes in the second half. Um, and, you know, Spencer was making his threes. And th- I think he he started six of seven, so he, he tailed off because obviously he was – He was out of gas, but the Jazz were letting the Mavs back into that game because they just – they don't have anyone that can guard. Like, you know, they are a fun team, but you know, Kessler and Vanderbilt are like the only two players on the roster that can really guard. Like, think about their backcourt is Clarkson and Conley, and then Sexton comes off the bench, and Beasley. Like, none of those guys defend. Um, So it makes for a pretty entertaining game. I mean, the Jazz made 13-3. I mean, what, this was – combined uh, 31 three-pointers were made in this game like so it was pretty fun to watch but yeah the mavericks just didn't have enough um but and it's weird like there's the thing about this game that really sucks is this is one of those games where if the mavericks had kind of taken care of business up until this point you look at this game and you're like ah like they, they made they made a hell of an effort in the second half can't get to you know you can't get too mad about the loss. No Luca. They, they played a hell of a game. Uh, that, you know, in a game they should have really gotten blown out in. But yeah. they, they've kind of run out of room for more victories. Um, so that it, it just sucks. Um, also, the, Maver- fun, fun the Mavericks are now eight. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say this loss drop went them from six to eighth. Like well, this was a really bad game to lose because the Clippers won, the Timberwolves won, the Suns won, and then of course the Jazz win so, so they're,
0: they're two and a half
1: games yeah. out of third and two and a half <laughs> games out of 13th yeah that sounds about right <laughs> yeah so uh, they, if they, they would have if they would have lost that game against the suns which yep. i mean on on you know on paper they should have lost that game after luca went out um they would be uh 11th right now um yep so these games matter. The the margins are gone. Like they just they have to find ways to win, even without Luca. Thankfully, they play Detroit next, so maybe that'll help. Yep. Um, oh, brother!
0: <laughs> I don't really got much else. I mean, yeah. I, I I enjoy it. like this was a game where it was interesting to see Josh Green try to do a little more. Um, he shot a lot. Which he shot worse. a lot, which has been a a a critic. Uh, you know, to be quite honest, a valid criticism. Of him, um, one of six from three, but I like the shots he took. I still think he over rotates the ball a lot, where he just sort of auto passes based off of um, like a predetermined thing before he even gets the ball. But the yep. shot wasn't falling tonight, so it's really hard to criticize it. I do like his attacks in the rim, though. It is so clear; it is so clear from his first dribble whether he's going to pass or shoot. Like he, he just. He doesn't attack the rim in so much as he attacks the interior. And when it's just it's I don't know, for for a guy who who I think you know he he got a pair of free throws off of a fast break attempt where he absorbed contact following a three on three on two. I I like what he does, and it's like it's it's always very odd to hear Harp talk about how he's the most athletic player the Mavericks have and just gush and ooh and all over it. And I don't want to diminish his athleticism, but that says a lot more about the Mavericks than it does Josh. Like it's Dallas just hasn't had athletic guys during 20 years that I've watched the team. It's like you get, you know, Sean, Sean Marion's second jump ability, Tyson Chandler's, you know, extreme vertical athleticism, which is a lot of fun. But then you you know the the closest guys that you get around that are, are pick and roll centers like Brandon Wright and like Dwight Powell and to a certain extent you know Javel McGee
1: hmm. but
0: you know the, uh, who did they have who is uh, Green um um the dunk contest guy the- uh, Gerald Green Gerald Green like they don't have and granted <laughs> you know athletes are are not. Vertical athletes and stuff like that are not as common as sometimes I I like to make them out to be. But it's just you know, ooing awing over the fact that Josh Green is willing to make a crazy ass jump pass is is, it's why we want more athletes. (laughs) Like I want to see Luca play with athletes. Is that you know, instead of floor-bound guys that do one or two things. I mean that and again, that's not about green, it's more about the rest of the team and the roster construction and uh, apparently uh, the Utah jazz commentators called um, Davis Burton's like one job. Like that's his name. They said, that's his nickname. <laughs> like that sort of, that could apply to like a third of the Mavericks roster. I will yeah. also say, you know, and I'll let you talk about Josh green, but I'm just Jaden Hardy getting five minutes. Doesn't make any fucking sense. Play Jaden Hardy. What are we doing?
1: Yeah. Frank had a horrible game. Um, I mean, he so somehow he's a it, horrible
0: basketball player. He
1: somehow like stumbled into uh, six points um but yeah he had two turnovers in 12 minutes and just yeah just didn't look good um yeah hardy should have definitely played more should have played the frank minutes uh uh with green he actually started i think he started the game like four of eight and had his 11 points and then he just did not make any shots uh toward the end of the game and kind of a a regression game from three one of six from three jazz left him open in the corners he was the only guy that didn't take advantage of the jazzes really bad uh defense and rotations so yeah just you know it uh, the thing about green that I'm you know people are gonna get mad I'm gonna bring this up um but it's not about him but this is just another one of those games where I'm just like man imagine if they had Desmond Bain or Tyrese Maxey and like Luke is out and like you could slide that guy into a, a more prominent role and like Again, that's like that has nothing to do with Josh Green at all. It's just more like every time I want to try to not think about it, stuff thing like this happens where Luke is out and Spencer is the only guy on the on the team that can dribble, and it's not Josh Green's fault that he that that Spencer is the only guy on the team that can like dribble when Luke and is out. And yeah, all yeah it's just mm. yeah, it just it just you know just it's hard to escape it because the Mavericks just don't aren't fixing the. problem so it just kind of shines a light Um, well I mean I still wrote
0: I wrote in my season preview about Josh Green that if the Dallas Mavericks like need him and Jaden Hardy to be good then the season's not in a great spot and that is true it it, it's okay like maybe the Mavericks will gut it out like I think you should I think you should spill the, the the genesis of your theory that you had the other night if Luca let's say Luca misses two or three games you know, whoa, i and, and the Mavs fall under five hundred. What what you had a theory the other night about what might happen.
1: Uh oh, I did uh, You we uh remember? <laughs> I don't
0: remember. You basically <laughs> think that like the Mavericks will fall under five hundred, Luca will come back refreshed, and the Mavs will kick the shit out of people the rest oh, of the
1: season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Uh yeah, because I mean Luca was kind of dragging right before that ankle injury. Uh yeah. so but he's really tired. Yeah, so if they can You know, again, if they can just get through this stretch, I mean, I don't think he's going to be out that much longer. Um, He was shooting before the game, so uh, I have to imagine he's going to be back next week. So, what they just have to get through, maybe Detroit. Uh, Because what's nice about the schedule is they play Detroit Monday, and they don't they get two nights off, so they could theoretically. Play Detroit. They could win that game without Luca, and then he comes back Thursday against New Orleans. Like that's a possible. Like if if the ankle sprain is as mild as has been reported, you know I wouldn't. You know he'd basically get a week off. Like that could happen. So yeah, and maybe he maybe he looks good with it, with a with a week off because it feels like every time he gets hurt because he's gotten hurt every single season since his rookie year. When Absolutely. he comes back, he looks awesome. <laughs> he looks awesome. So. <laughs> Uh, remember when LeBron would take like a week off um, yes. he played with Cleveland and he he would look incredible when he would come back. Like I wonder if we're, we're already at that stage with 23 year old Luca, um, which is, yeah. Of, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Like there, there's very bad vibe. Like I think a lot of Mavs fans kind of feel like the season's over, but uh, if they can get Luca back before the, road trip with golden state and sacramento twice and utah on the clippers you know then then let's see what happens if he's missing those games you know that's going to be that's going to be really 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 tough um but we'll see the only other thing i want to talk about this game uh maybe two more things is um i'm a big dwight powell guy uh he was awful tonight Um,
0: kessler's the kind of actual center that makes him look silly
1: kessler is like if dwight powell drank the Michael Jordan uh, secret, secret sauce. Or All are bigger, history. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Energetic. <laughs> yeah, because uh, they are kind of like similar style players. Just Kessler has so much more more skill. Um, so that sucked. And, you know, especially like McGee doesn't play. So like, holy crap. Like when you see this, it's just, you know, again, it's kind of like thinking about not drafting Bane and not drafting Maxi. Yeah. Like, it's not Dwight's fault that the Mavericks signed freaking JaVale McGee with their only free agent money. But, like, in a game like tonight, like, you know, people won't probably want us to start harping about it. But it's like, good Lord. Like, imagine if they had, if the person they signed this summer could give them 15 minutes a night at least. Like, they get nothing. They got nothing out of it. Like, it's literally down the drain. Like, that money is wasted. He doesn't play. Like, it's not like he plays and he's bad. He doesn't play like that contract's already in the toilet it's it's unbelievable um sorry that just that just really sucks and then the other thing is hardaway had a horrific game um and he's kind of in a really bad place right now he's still shooting above 35% from 3 this month but if you look at his game log uh basically since since the the clippers game on january 10th i mean he is he has been below 35% from 3 in every game except for one and i mean he's like 1 of 7 2 of 6 1 of 7 1 of 5 2 of 7 from 3 3 of 11 and that lakers loss like he's in a bad spot uh, he was missing wide open shots tonight too so that yeah. really sucked uh like, like they might have been able to win that game if he i mean he went 1 of 7 from 3 and they lost by 8 i mean he makes Three more that's nine points you win, I mean obviously you can't call it like that, but he got the looks, and he just he he was very very off, so that that was that was a bummer uh, yeah, here we are, <laughs> well,
0: all right, so you said we're going to be back on Monday for Detroit, which is true that's a game the Mavericks should have in hand, um yep, just gonna, like, if they lose that game, that's another one where it's just like this. If they were to lose to Detroit, the Mavericks would need to give serious consideration to just finding a reason to throw this season away. I, I, I there's, yeah. they have to start winning some of these because March becomes excessively difficult. And I know what the strength of schedule thing says, okay? But there's the West is too tight. Like the reason the strength of schedule is soft, it's because the West is a mess. So it it's it 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 kind of hides things. And, and the Mavericks are a
1: mess. So Yeah. So
0: you know it's like okay, Luca good, Luca bad, mads win, mads lose. It's just, you know, the this that's one of those to where we would we would be quite understandably frustrated were they to lose it. Um you and I will be back for that one. Uh, I think I'm writing about yeah, I'm covering that one. Um, okay so we'll be back on monday night i'm gonna go do a live show real quick hopefully people aren't too pissy after that one but you never know you got anything before we go no that's it let's get out of here all right kirk henderson and josh Bo. thanks for hanging out we'll talk to you soon